0: Hi friends, I am Erin from Erin Whelan Online and this is a podcast about my family's homesteading journey from an urban farm in Washington State to 120 acres in Tennessee. This is our journey of how we got to where we are and how we're building our homestead from the ground up. Thanks for being here. It's very hard for me to figure out how to start this podcast every time. <laughs> uh, I am not. I always say like, hello friends, and that just seems very repetitive. So that's your intro today. Um, let me see. Today, it's very hot here, you guys. We are in a heat advisory. Um, and so it's 93, I think, but it feels like 180 because of the humidity. We had a huge storm yesterday. And honestly, I was just looking at the weather, and it's pretty much in the 90s for like... <laughs> Um, The foreseeable future, yes. For the next 10 days, we're in the 90s every single day. So um, our air conditioning hopefully gets to be installed in two weeks. Um, Every other contractor has flaked on us. I'm hoping that that does not happen with our air conditioning guy. He seemed pretty legit. Um, And so we are just praying that he comes through and gets the system in for us because I'm like okay with the heat. The kids are actually we're okay but we are suffering it is a lot and travis is my seattle boy and he does not do well without an escape um, of being able to come into an air-conditioned house we have an air conditioning unit in our room and when we keep our door cold like we can sleep at night fine and everything our room stays really cold the kids have one in their room as well also stays cool enough for them to sleep at night and we just purchased one for our downstairs like homeschool room where i'm doing my podcast right now even though i just turned it off because it was kind of loud for background noise um, and we can shut this door, the door in this room so we can also like keep this room cold and we had a secondary, we have a secondary TV that, um, I have, we haven't put up yet and I, Travis thinks he wants to put up in this room cause it's just so hot. The front room is just the front room and then the living room and then the stairway and stuff. So there's no way to actually keep, there's no way to use an air conditioning unit in there. It just, it would not work. So, um, we are dealing with it as best we can and it's okay. It's going to be fine. And um, yeah, that's that's what I got for that. So let's jump into today. Honestly, you guys I'm not. I think I already said I'm not going to lie, um, but I'm not. <laughs> but uh, Travis is with the kids and his parents today. His, my in-laws came into town and um, they actually arrived was a Saturday night and we hung out with them yesterday and today. Of course, they come in on the two hottest days of the year so far. Like it's been the two days before that was absolutely gorgeous. We were outside soaking up the sun, taking walks, light breezes. It was amazing. And then it jumped up about 20 degrees and just is way different. And then also if you ever want to come visit me, Sundays and Mondays are not great if you're just going to stay two days and they're only here for two days because this is the south and things close down on Sundays. Like there is an Pretty much, you might as well like hook uh, with one of those little ropes over the front of Henderson and just put like come back Monday because the whole place is closed. There's the coffee shops, everything. I think maybe the subway stays open, but I don't even know about that. And so you really can't take in the town. And then Mondays here. A lot of businesses are closed as well. So they like stay open Saturday and then they close Sunday, Monday for their two day break or whatever. Uh, most of the antique stores are closed on Monday and so it's just kind of an odd thing because in Spokane, it didn't seem like anything ever closed. It was always open and you could always go places. Um, but send, but not so in the South. Not so in the South. But they went to the zoo today. There's a walking or there's a driving zoo. It's just called Tennessee Safari, I think. And um, it's a drivable like you. It's seven miles. You drive through the park and feed animals out your windows. And then there's like a little petting zoo. And Evelyn was feeding the, ze- the zebras. And anyhow, it was Super cute. All, they were sending me pictures and it was fun. So they're doing that. But I'm, it's, I've probably been, I mean, it's probably been about five hours that I've been by myself today. And this is probably the longest. I'm not even, well, no, I guess I took a trip to Costco by my, by myself. That was probably the longest so far. But this is the longest I've been in my house with no one else here, with no one around. And it is peaceful, and I'm really, really enjoying it. So I got a lot of work done, and yeah. Okay, anyhow, we're getting into this. So we left you last time with, um, or I left you. I don't know where the plural is. Um, I left you last time with we were going to fly down here and get our home inspection. Um, so we scheduled a home inspection for February tw- 21st. Yes, February 21st. So we flew down on the 20th, dropped the dog off at the um, clinic, went and gave my kids to my parents, and off we went on the flight to Tennessee. Um, We were so nervous (laughs) because we had seen pictures of the house. Like there were pictures, but like I said before, the people who lived here were on the hoarderish side. So there was, the house was not, there was just stuff. Everywhere and it's hard to see through other people's stuff truthfully and they had no pictures of the exterior of the house at all and no pictures of the shop at all. Um, there was one like overhead drone shot of the whole like. Yard and the shop and the barns and the house so but it was set out back quite a ways and you were just basically seeing roof lines and the yard line like you could not see you couldn't like zoom up on it and see any of the structure of the house or anything so you know slightly concerning that they're not showing you the outside but these were just kind of bad pictures anyhow and our first house when we purchased our Shannon house we called it um, I guess our realtor I think called it a sleeper house because the photos were so so bad like literally our first house when they were taking pictures of the rooms it was they took the pictures of the top corners of the rooms they didn't even show the floors, which you I think a lot of people were scared of because you're like, if you're not showing the floors, there is probably something way wrong down there. And it was literally like shots up at the, the sides of the rooms. And it was, I mean... I think we were desperate at that point in time so we're like, why not go see it? You know, there's nothing else on the market that we really liked. We had looked at houses on houses and houses and we went to that house and we were like, this is the one. We walked through with our realtor and she was like, this was a sleeper house. It was crap pictures, but you walk in and there's so much potential. And our first house, I mean, it had horrible paint colors. One room was like, it's, they started paying blue over teal, but then they got tired and they never finished it. So there was a half teal, half blue wall, a teal wall, a blue wall. It was... It was wonky up in there, but it was a cool, it was a cool house and property. So we were hoping (laughs) that when we flew 2000 miles, that this would be the same thing. (laughs) We knew there was going to be work. We obviously knew because the owner was selling this house as is that there was going to be issues, but we were holding back quite a bit of the money that we were, that we made on our house for repairs and so we're like if the repairs are within reason if the house is structurally sound um we're getting a good enough deal to where if we put money into it we know right away we're going to be able to get out more from this house than what we put into it and walk away if we needed to you know and like i've already told you guys i know that we were like set and good um i think i said before on here too but i don't know i get so mixed up with how many i'm on instagram i'm on here i'm all over the place um but our what we gave ourselves was two years. We said, okay, if we buy this house and move here, we'll leave it two years. And if we love it, we'll stay. And if we don't love it, we'll move back home or wherever we want to. Let's just take a two year adventure just so that there was no pressure on us that we both knew we could reconvene and talk it out and see where we were in two years. And so that was kind of a buffer for us. And another reason why we wanted to get a really good deal on the property in case we did want to offload it in two years that we could make our money back or have made an investment in the property and be able to sell at a profit. So we flew on over to Tennessee, it was February so basically it's January through May is tornado and storm season and then I believe it's like October November is kind of the the same thing um and so we were coming in in storm season uh and so we landed at midnight <laughs> the crappy thing was the Ubers or not the Ubers the rent we were renting a car because we had to drive two hours out of Nashville to go see the house and so but the car rental place is closed at like 10 or 11. So there was no way for us to get our car. So we landed, had to get an Uber, go to our hotel check-in, and then the next morning get up at the butt crack of dawn and drive back to the airport, find the rental terminal, go back and rent our vehicle, and then um, leave the airport again, which was so inconvenient. (laughs) You think with how many people, I mean, it's a pretty big airport in Asheville. You think there'd be like rental, but there's not. Anyhow, it doesn't matter. So that was kind of a little, we knew it was going to happen because we knew when we were booking it that that was an issue. But we're like, whatever, you just got to do what you got to do. Again, the flights from Spokane, you always pretty much have to fly from Spokane to Seattle and then Seattle to a layover. Or we flew directly from Seattle to Tennessee. It was about like a four and a half hour flight, kind of long. Um, but again, we, we flew away from Spokane, away from Tennessee. seattle to then jump across again anyhow doesn't matter um so we got in got to our hotel the uber lady dropped us off very very nice she was telling us all the cool places to eat in nashville um and then we went to sleep we just kind of we honestly did this this whole trip as cheap as we could cheap hotel cheap everything because we're like we're only there for one solid day we need to figure this out we're trying to pinch pennies we didn't want to ask for help we didn't want to um burden anyone else we wanted to do this by ourselves and say we did this house solo and um and that's just such a good feeling to be able to say that that we didn't ask for help and you know we did ask for help for our first house we had help with our down but that we paid back um and then we had a little bit of help with our second house but again we paid it back it's just it's hard at the beginning when you purchase any kind of home because there's a lot of money coming out and you don't have the sale of your house for profit to like pay back anyhow. Um, so we went to the hotel or we went to the hotel. They had, it was actually, I mean, it was older, smelled a little funky, but they were nice, decent food. We had breakfast, went back, grabbed our car, rental car from the airport and took off to Jackson. So we cut across to Jackson instead of going down to our houses. Cause again, we wanted Travis, we wanted to see what Jackson was about cause it was the largest city next to um, next to our house. And then, um, and that was where Travis will be working in the city of Jackson as well. Um, if I'm going to be honest, Jackson is very old. It's probably not my favorite city. I would say, um, the downtown area is beautiful. They've done a lot down there. There's a lot of time. There's a lot of small businesses. It's growing. You can tell. And then there's there's outskirts of it where new buildings going in, new roads, new hotels like it. There's cranes everywhere. What I have heard from a lot of people um, that are from this area or have moved here several years ago is that Tennessee is having a really hard time keeping up with the influx of people that are coming in here. I think our, our insurance person said, what did he say? There's, an, there's like a 100-some people moving in daily to Tennessee. Which is wild to think about so they're just really having a problem with infrastructure and roads and everything to keep up with the amount of people coming in and so jackson's a very old town trying to keep up trying to build and um deal with all the people and so again downtown's beautiful but there are some sketchy parts of town there are some parts that just i'm very aesthetically driven like i love pretty things and there's some oh my gosh some of the older houses here i just want to go in all of them and walk around they are so big and just tall and burly and beautiful i love them oh i could just drive around jackson all day long and look at the old houses but some of them are run down there are a few that it kind of reminds me some of it if you if you're from spokane browns edition which is like the older area of spokane and you have like three million dollar houses and then you have a house they turned into rentals and there's like 12 people who rent from there so it's just there's not it's just a variety but again we're still brand new here i don't know the whole layout of the city we have specific spots we go to over and over again because that's where shopping and stuff is and i haven't gone out and explored too much um so i don't know if that like puts jackson in a great light or a negative light or any i love their fairgrounds oh my gosh their fairgrounds are just like it's like someone just dropped whitewash from the sky and whitewash all their buildings and their fences and everything and it's just green grass and right and whitewashed buildings and it looks amazing. I'm really excited for rodeo and fair season here. Um So there's, I don't know what that, so there's just, there's good parts, and there's parts where I'm like, ah, I feel like you guys could do better, but the potential is there, so I am actually excited to see in five to ten years how Jackson is, and you know what, I was always, I was thinking to myself the other day, it's like, if you want change, then get involved and see, I mean, I really want to be involved with Henderson, but if something bothers you, get involved and see how to fix it, because chances are if it bothers you, it bothers other people too, so that's down in the future Travis and I really have to stabilize our house and get things done here before we can look out too far to what's going on around us but anyhow so we drove over to Jackson it was kind of a stormy day and it was just it was just interesting to drive I mean we'd never been to Tennessee we'd never hold on I'm going to sneeze of course I say that and then I didn't sneeze (laughs) um so kind of a stormy day but I, I was just talking to my mother-in-law because they're here for the first time. They've traveled all over the U.S. They've done so many trips, but they have never been to Tennessee. So this is their first time. And they actually drove here, too, from Spokane because they're crazy and they love to drive. <laughs> um, I think it's crazy because it, driving is not my favorite, but they love to drive. So they, drew, they, drew, they drove over here. Um, and, and Pam said what I had initially kind of thought, too, was I expected just it to be like Oklahoma. Flat kind of barren not I I just it wasn't everyone's like Tennessee is so beautiful and when I stayed there originally I only stayed in Nashville so I didn't actually get to go out and experience the countryside or anything else Um, but as we drove I was like there is a lot of variations in in the land, there's a lot of rolling hills. There's no mountains, obviously, but there's a lot. Well, on this side, on the west side, on the other side, you have the Smoky Mountains and you have a lot of mountains. Um, there's a lot of diversity to Tennessee and a lot of different places where you can see. I mean, one side of the state looks completely different than the other side of the state. Um, and so we were driving through and it was it was very beautiful. All the rolling hills. We were in February, so the crazy thing to me is in Washington State, there's so many evergreen trees here to where even in the wintertime, unless the snow load is so heavy, that it's covering the trees. Anytime the sun comes out, it falls off the trees and there's green trees. Well, here there's hardly any evergreens and it's mostly just like the 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 oaks and um, all the trees that lose their leaves in the fall. And so it's there's just sticks there's just forests of sticks which is just different it's not bad i think that it was in a weird way it was actually really really gorgeous it reminded me so if you watch the movie stranger things because stranger things was filmed in atlanta georgia which they call the hollywood of the south <laughs> you guys are just getting so many fun little tidbits today. <laughs> i hope you appreciate these um i thought it was funny anyhow so they call it the hollywood of the south but when they're running through the forest and stuff that literally looks very similar to the forest that we have here in West Tennessee it's just very dense in the summertime the, the fo- foliage is so thick you can't even see through them but in the wintertime you can see quite a ways and it's just I don't know I think it's really cool and so we were just I was imagining oh my gosh can you imagine Travis when all these trees are in bloom and they're Gorgeous and there are these leafy green and then fall. I've heard fall in Tennessee is some of the prettiest falls that you'll have. Um, And so I was just really, really excited as we were driving. Um, I was pleasantly surprised with how pretty it was. Again, like you go into this hoping certain things, but you, but we try to just really Take it as is and not have any expectations placed on it because if we hated it or didn't like the land or decided it wasn't for us, then we back out. We decide not to do Tennessee and we do something else. And that's the amazing part of the home inspection is that you get to fly down see it. I mean, we could have not flown down for the home inspection. We could have just had our realtor meet the inspector and do it that way if we were pinching pennies or if it just wasn't feasible for us to come down there. But I just feel like that's a very... I feel like that's not a great idea. I think that you have to be down there when the inspector is down there because there's certain, our inspector was amazing. There were certain things he was able to point out. And if you aren't there to check it out at least once before, you. but we've talked to the county assessor because we have some fun things coming up. I'm not even going to say, but we have some really fun things coming up. But anyhow, we were talking to the county assessor and he was saying how there's so many people that buy lands sight unseen and then they come here and people had said a specific thing and it was not how it was. Like they, they bought it with an RV on it or a, A mobile home yeah I think so and uh and they're like oh it's livable and they come in and it's livable to maybe mice and raccoons but not to a person so definitely have to have eyes your eyes your eyes on the ground unless you have like a friend or someone my mom you know my mom and dad are looking to move down here now. And so she's sending me Zillow links all the time. And she's like, drive by this place, drive by this place, take photos, take videos. And I was like, it must be nice (laughs) to have someone on the ground that you can just do that to all the time. And like we would... Our realtor obviously did that too, but it's way different to have your daughter over there and you're like, just pop by. I don't know if I want to bother my realtor with this. Just pop by and check it out. So I do that for her. But um, anyhow, so we were driving through Pleasantly Surprised, liked the area. We got into Jackson, rolled through to Henderson, found a coffee shop, was sitting there. It was pouring down rain. We were talking to the ladies there. They were so kind. The town was beautiful. Um, we were really excited. Again, trying not to like get our hopes up, but pleasantly surprised with everything we had seen so far and very excited. So we decided, okay, like I remember we were drinking our coffee and we're like, okay, I guess we should, I guess we should go now. Like, I guess we need to go look at this house. I mean, we were so excited to see, but also so afraid to get in the car and drive there because there is so much writing on this one moment of, are we going to love this house? And I'm one of those people. I always have been. Before Travis, I never dated anyone for more than two months because I knew I just have that, I don't know, it's just me. I know if something's good or not for me and I don't want to mess around with it if it's not. Like I get feelings about things and I listen to those and most of the time they are right. <laughs> and so, and so I knew that I would like this house or not within the first minute of seeing it i just i knew it and so we headed on over we're driving it's kind of rainy and stormy we're driving the back roads trying not to get lost um and we are we turn the corner and there's our house and it's just the it's not very far off the road but again we are on a little bit of a slope to where it doesn't feel like the road's right in front of your house like there's a slope down um but so we drove up the driveway and we're just looking at our realtors there and she's actually talking with the renters on the porch uh they were getting ready to leave and so she was there with them the home inspector was not there yet and um and i just we pulled up and i looked at it as we rolled up to it and i said travis i love this house like i was so relieved (laughs) that i love the house because if i didn't oh my gosh, it just would have been so sad and just so much work for something that I didn't like. Um, And Travis is more, I mean, it looked sad. The house looked sad. Uh, So Travis is like, oh, I mean, you can hear in his voice, like this is going to be a lot of work. And then I'm over in the corner going, I love it, I love it, I love it, it's worth it. Travis is like, you don't even know if it's worth it yet. The home inspector has not checked it out. And I'm like, okay, you're right. Check myself, deep breath, like let's go look at it. Let's see how it is and then we'll see what the home inspector has to say. Um, plus this home inspector is hard too because he put up with a lot of <laughs> me almost over his shoulder going so is that okay? How's that? How's that? But anyhow, so we roll up we never met our realtor in real life either so this is the first time we're seeing Heather um the we there was a it started raining so hard that we couldn't even get out of the car like we sat there for a minute and they were on the porch and we waited for the rain to let up because it was one of those um rains that if you had gotten out and tried to run to the porch it would have been like you were in a shower and you would be completely soaked so I was like yeah we're not doing that so we held out till it it let up a little bit ran to the porch the renters ran off um and we met Heather and so I gave her a hug and I was like oh my gosh thank you so much for working with me for for working with us and getting us to this point and here we are and I'm like let's do this thing let's see this house and she's like okay she was like the um inspector should be here in a few minutes i think she wanted to give us a few minutes of walking through the house first before the inspector came to like you know eyes on the ground see if we really liked it all that jazz so we walked in and i loved the high ceilings i think that was the first thing that really drew me is i think oh i don't even know our ceilings i'm trying to think of travis because he's six foot compared to the ceilings and i want to say six foot, they're at least probably nine foot ceilings they're, they're pretty high nine or ten i don't know now i'm gonna have to like tell you guys i'll, I'll measure next <laughs> i'll measure after this is over um and so we walked through that walked through the kitchen and so immediately the the first thing we noticed in the kitchen was when you walked to the sink the floor was like squishy and it sloped down if you had a marble and you put it in the middle of the floor it would just roll down to the kitchen sink because that was lower than the rest of the kitchen and so travis is like again you can hear him he's like oh and and, yeah, and the realtor's like, yeah, they obviously have some water damage there. We'll see what the inspector says. And so we walked through the whole house and Travis... Because I, I liked it and so I'm I'm looking at him and I'm looking for his facial cues and like trying to just kind of ask him a little bit but I don't want to pressure him too much and so I'm just trying to gauge where he's at and we kind of walk down to the forest and he pulls out his phone because we're trying to see I mean I do my work like a podcast I do blog work I am on the computer I do zoom calls I do I, my job is through the internet and so One of the big things for us was this house has to have Internet. Otherwise, I cannot do my job. And our whole goal here is to wean us off of Travis's job to have him come home and do this, along with a few other things we have up our sleeves. So Internet was important. So we went out into the woods, pulled up Netflix. It was playing. I was voxering my parents. That was working. We were texting. Um, We did they did have a cell phone booster on the wall, which we do also have a cell phone booster because Without the cell phone booster, there was like one section of the pretty much the dining room was the only place that we could access um, our phones for, through Verizon. And then once we got Internet, the Internet works on the bottom half of the house and the cell phone booster helps us with the top half of the house. So not the best So we just got informed that we should look at Starlink RV, which is another form at Starlink. It, and it's uh, our friends just got it and they said it's absolutely amazing such fast internet but right now we have fusenet which we already paid like if you try to back out they have this huge fee so i don't know what we're going to do about that anyhow it's it's decent right now the internet was decent we knew that we could work with it um and then the inspector came and so i kind of gauge with travis sounds like do you like it And he's like i really like it he said but i definitely want to hear what the inspector says i feel like there's a lot of work this house needs and i don't know if if we if it would be feasible for us and how much money it would take to fix all this and we still you know we don't want to take we don't want to put less down than we're putting to fix the house like we have a specific amount we want to set down so we don't want to pull from that fund so do you you know can we do this and so we the inspector came super nice guy and and we're like well we'll let you do your thing as we're rocking on the house checking it all i'm going to room to room my mom wanted video the kids wanted video they want a picture so i'm trying to do all that and then I'd be like sneaking up on the inspector and he'd be on the roof. And I was <laughs> and I go around the corner. And I'd be like, is it bad? Is it really bad? And he'd be like, oh, no, it's not that bad. Like there's some damage here. And I was like, but is there rot? And he was like, well, no, I mean, you can tell that there was, you know, some damage before and I was like, well, what about over there? And he was like, no, that's OK. And I was like, I'm sorry to bother you. And he's like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. And then he suited all up in like this hazmat suit and and crawled underneath our house. And that's when he was like, oh, you guys, there's some foundation issues with the back. He was like, the rest of the house is pretty decent. The columns underneath are really good. The front porch area is very decent. He said, but he's like, the biggest thing I see is that you're going to need a re of the back foundation. Like that's going to need to be done sooner rather than later. And then he was like, everything leaks. (laughs) All of the bathroom leaks and all the kitchen leaks. So anywhere there is water coming into the house. It's leaking, which is what caused the issues on the floor. Now, in the kitchen, what they said was all the joists were solid in the floor. The joists were good. The subfloor is what was rotting. And so we would have to remove the flooring, remove the subfloor and replace the subfloor in the kitchen. Not a big deal. That's something that Travis and I can definitely do. Um, He looked in the bathroom and there was a joist that had some water damage in the bathroom and so what they said would happen in there is we would have to do sister joists so what that means so the joist is like the big beam that runs across the floor that all the other wood is placed on top of to make the flooring and everything so in the bathroom the joist is rotten a little bit and so what they do is they do sister joists which they take wood like wood beams and they put it on each side of this damaged joist and they put it far enough away on each side to where it meets part of the good part of the joist where the good wood is again and they and they push it all together sandwiching that bad joist into the good joists, and that helps to stabilize the floor and as long as you don't have any more leaking it dries up and you have those other joists help support the main joist and that is an issue that's very easily fixable a lot of people do it it lasts for a long time we're good. So he was like, that's going to have to happen in the bathroom once the foundation is fixed, and then you'll need to redo the subfloor in the kitchen. Um, obviously, at some point in time, we're going to have to have a new roof, uh, but it had a leak at some point in time. I feel like I'm reusing the same words, you guys. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to get it all out. Um, the original roof did have leaking, but they put a metal roof over it, and it seemed to dry and most leaking. Now, I we are kind of aware that we think there is a few more spots um but once we get the foundation fixed and our air conditioning and our units in then we can start digging into the upstairs a little bit more and figuring some stuff out from there but he made us aware of that and then we need new siding on our house so the original wood siding they covered over with this plastic cheapy not the best siding and it's cracked in several places and they didn't really do a good job putting it on anyhow um, and so i mean basically the house needs redone. That end you know but structurally it was sound structurally he said you know what he's like for the the age of this house and he's like when I pulled up I really thought I would find way more issues than I did he said but this is a solid house he was like you guys give it a little love fix the foundation issue first take your time do everything else you need to do and it's going to be a great house. And he even said, he was like, I really love to see rehabs in all these old houses. He was like, can you keep my information? And, you know, after a year or so work, can you just send me some pictures? He was like, I would really like to see it brought back to life. That would really bring me, bring me joy. And we're like, oh, my gosh, of course. And um also if anyone's moving to this area please let me know i will give you his information because he is he was the best such is such a nice guy and he was like if you ever have more questions or anything call his report that came back was very thorough he had taken pictures of under the house pictures of all the issues that he saw and um i felt like so we watched is it called escape to the chateau i think that's what it's called on i think it's prime it's like it's one of the best so these people go and they buy this castle (laughs) They buy a castle and it's now a wedding facility. You guys have to watch the show. It's so good. And um, the husband and wife duo are just the funniest. I, lo- I mean, I love them. I've turned so many people on the show. It's so good. Escape to the Chateau. Watch it. But when, he, but when he got the report back from his home inspection, it was like a book. It was like 500 pages and there was... Like three hundred things that needed done, and he was and he held it up to the camera. He said, "Basically, this means I shouldn't buy this house." (laughs) And ours wasn't that bad, but there was a lot of things to where I think if people weren't as DIY as me and Travis are and willing to take on issues, they would look at that and be like, "Mm, "I just might tap out here and go away." Especially with that foundation, because I know foundation issues scare a lot of people, but the when we were talking to we talked to a lot of people about the foundation and we talked to you know when the home inspector he said this is a very common issue in this area they jack the house up they fix blah 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 the end same with our realtor she's like this is a very common thing easily fixable a lot of people do it not an issue we talked to other people who were in the construction industry yep very common easy to fix and we even had a structural engineer which i'll tell you guys about later look at the house yeah Not it being, he's like, it'll be a big deal. He's like, you'll lose the wall of your house in a few years if you don't fix it. He was like, but if you fix it, it's going to be fine and your house will go on for another hundred years. So we were very comfortable after doing our research that the foundation is a fixable issue, which it is. If I could get someone out to come see it and actually do it and not ghost us. But I do have someone coming out on Wednesday. So if you're listening to this on Tuesday, you should have a prayer for me that this company actually comes through and they give us a decent estimate. because I really want, like there's just such a heavy weight on me right now I want our foundation fixed the first guy ghost us there's so many issues with other people not having enough people working for them to take on more jobs and we're further out than Jackson or Henderson and with construction blowing up right now it's so much easier for uh, a guy a construction company to work on a new house and to work on an old house where you have to work with existing structures and things and work around stuff where you don't have to in a new build you know so It's okay, though. It's going to work out. Um, So, yeah, we went back to the hotel after that. We looked at it. We were probably here for, I would say, three to four hours. We just kept walking around and looking and then pestering the guy and talking with our realtor. And they were so amazing and patient and kind. And they carefully explained things to us, how things worked here. Um, And they I'm just. I love them both like everyone who worked with i i shout out love because they were all so supportive and helpful and kind um with helping us through this process of sometimes i felt dumb asking questions but i would rather feel dumb and get my question answered than continue to wonder about it (laughs) and not feel dumb i guess um yeah so i remember we were back at the hotel that night sleeping we had a, a flight the next day and I remember waking up in the middle of the night and having a panic attack and I literally had to have Travis. I was like, please just hold me because this is our life. This was moving our children. This was uprooting them. That was moving everyone across. That This was taking such a huge risk um, to move here. And yes, we we felt that it was right. But I mean, they she said, we need to know within 24 hours after the home inspection if we really want the house. And at that point in time, there's no more going back. There's no more some way to get out of it. Like this is it. This is we are going to buy this house. We are going to move. And even though you talk about it for two years, when you are actually at that exact moment that this the, the two years has led up to and you have to say yes or no, and that yes or no is going to dictate a fork in the road of where your life goes. That is huge. And that is something that even though we felt pretty confident it was – I still did. I had a panic attack because it was scary. It's scary to make these huge, huge decisions. Um, it's so much easier to play it safe, and and that's okay. You know, some people want to play it safe. But Travis, I think the thing that at the end, he was like, if we don't do this, is there going to be part of us that is always going to regret chickening out and, and not going through with it? And I knew that I would – I don't know that I'd be able to live with myself if I didn't follow through what we had said we were going to do. Like I would be letting myself down to such an extent that I don't know if I could have come back from that, you know. And so we're like, we're going to do it. And so we let Heather know. I think we were like on the plane or at the airport and I texted her and I said, we're doing this. And it was just. It was so, in the feeling of saying we're doing this, I looked at Travis and I was like, this is real now. This is real. We are moving. And now what do we do? (laughs) Um, And so that's where I'm going to leave it today. And then we'll talk about how to move, how we use um, our service that we used, UPAC, to move across the country, all the logistics. Again, if you guys have questions about this whole process, please um, email, message me, Instagram, Aaron underscore Wayland underscore online and ask those there so I can make sure to not only get back to you but probably to mention them on here because if someone has a question usually there's multiple people that have the same question so I will talk to you guys next week